0: All right, guys, grab your Bibles. We're going to go to Ecclesiastes chapter 4, verses 9 and 10. This is what we started with last week. We're going to finish up this uh, Warrior Friend series, two-week series. And then next week, I'll start Revelation. I'm glad y'all are excited about it. Amen. Amen. I've heard three people get there. All right. Two people are better off than one, for they can help each other succeed. If one person fails, the other can reach out and help. But someone who falls alone is in really big trouble. Let us pray. Father, we praise you. Uh, the victories of this church, they just keep pouring in, and the confirmation that you continue to give myself in leadership keeps pouring in. Um, Father, I need people that are here today to understand whether it's the first time they've been here or they've been here the last three years. um, When you walk through the doors of your house, this church, uh, Father, they're they're family. That's what you tell us to do. It's one big family. Uh, Father, just continue, I ask that you continue to pour that same feeling out on us for the years to come. That always needs to be our focus. Uh, Father, you tell us to do all things through love, and um, there's nothing I love more than family. Uh, Father I just praise you again for the victories that have come not only just this past week uh, Father but so many times you, you just continue to bless not only this church but Father individuals that have so much to do with this church that never even set foot in here a lot of people that watch online uh, Father I continue to get praise reports from them and uh, I don't want those to go unnoticed so, Father I continue to ask that you lift those up as well that can't be here uh, that support this church uh, Father in this moment You have given me a word, uh, Father, a a sermon that we started last week. And um, you need me to end it today. But, Father, the word that you've given me, I need to get across to your people. Uh, So, Father, I'm asking that you anoint me from the top of my head to the bottom of my feet. Father, that you take all of my pride, anger, any distraction whatsoever, and take it away from me, Father, and replace it with you, Father. Your knowledge, your wisdom, your boldness, and most importantly, your love. ask these things in your name. Help us to love, laugh, and forgive. Amen. Amen. All right, guys. So, today I'm going to finish this two-part sermon series that's titled Warrior Friend. Uh, Last week I told you guys that God told me these two sermons would be some of the most important sermons that certain individuals from this congregation will have ever heard. Uh, He was right, because the confirmation after last week was unreal. Thank y'all. By the way, the ones that did reach out and give me that confirmation, I highly appreciate you guys. That that always helps. Trust me. Uh, last week we discussed the two types of friends in our life: the ones that you friend and the ones that you unfriend. Um, if you weren't here last week, uh, I know we've got some visitors and so forth. If you if you get a chance, go back on our YouTube channel and watch the sermon from last week. It'll make a lot more sense for this week's sermon as well. Uh, but. Just go check that out, the unfriend and friend sermon. It was, it was, it was pretty good. Uh, last week, again, discussing these things, I told you guys that I would finish up this part two today, and it's all about characteristics. Uh, God's given me seven characteristics. Imagine that, seven, completion. Seven characteristics of what a Christian warrior friend, the characteristics they should have that you're looking for in a warrior friend. We're going to start with the first one, which is reliable. We're going to look at Hebrews 13, 8. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Okay. Most of us know that verse, and you're thinking, why in the world does that, why would you put that in there? Well, here's the thing. The Word tells us, the Bible tells us, that we should do everything we can to strive to be like Jesus Christ. Now, we're not going to be. We, we, we're going to mess up. We're going to make a lot of mistakes and so forth. But we should always strive for that, correct? You can't get any more reliable than this right here. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. That's what you're looking for in a warrior friend. You're looking for somebody that's going to be reliable no matter when it is, no matter the situation that it is. Uh, we should, uh, a warrior friend is someone who can uh, you can always count on. Uh, they're there when you need them the most. And they're more than willing to help out at a moment's notice. So, okay, listen, Friday, man, let me tell y'all what happened to me Friday. Some of y'all laughing, y'all already know. So Friday, we, we had grandparents' day at my kid's school at St. James, okay? There was 500 people at St. James. There ain't no parking lot at St. James, okay? I need y'all to understand this. There is, but they're very small, okay? So, so you had people that were literally parking, you know, 500 yards away and getting, and getting brought to the school. Well, I parked, I parked where the teachers parked, and, and, and I got kind of trapped in there, okay? So when it was over, by the way, real quick, because we got some visitors, and I don't know if y'all came from out of town, it was pouring down rain Friday, okay? It was very wet, very soggy. So I go into the school, we get through the whole process, and at the end, a uh, lady that's there asked me if I would help take down the stage and get all the chairs put back. So I did all this, and I thought, okay, by the time I'm done, all these cars will be out of the way. They'll be out of the way. I can get out, right? I walk down there where my car is parked. I'm still trapped in that thing. I'm standing by the dean of the school, Miss Susanna Joyce, and we're talking and we're visiting, and we're looking at my car, and she's like, Mike, I think if you go around this way, it's kind of the high ground. You ought to be able to get out. I've driven across that so many times. And I looked at it. I said, it's kind of wet, Miss Susanna. She's like, oh, it would be all right. it would be all right. So I got in my 2001 Grandma Pearl Lexus with some slick tires, and I start going around this area, and I ain't going to lie to y'all, 10 seconds later, I wasn't moving. <laughs> tires just yeah, it's spinning. it's bad. So the thing is, when that happened, I'm stuck, right? Like, I'm, I'm stuck. And uh, I picked up the phone, and I texted one of my dear friends, Mr. Will Green, uh, about he was already helping me with one vehicle that day. And, and then I texted, him. I was like, hey, man, by the way, you know, I, I kind of I got stuck And I was wondering if you'd come help me this afternoon, get my car out. Y'all, it wasn't 10 minutes. Will Green showed up. Not only did Will Green show up, Tim Wilkerson showed up right after that. And And then my boy Ben Mayo was already there. They pushed me out. Pushed me out. Got me out of everything. So they got me unstuck, right? It's pretty cool to have friends that are like that. But here's what I need you guys to grasp from all this. This is the point of the story. I got stuck because I made a poor decision, and it put me in a bad situation. Correct? Okay. Christian, hush. Christian warriors, there's going to be a time in your life when you make poor decisions that will put you on the wrong path, just like I did. And because of this, you will get stuck in a bad situation. You better make sure you have warrior friends that will not only get you unstuck, but get you back on the right path. Thank you to my friends, by the way. appreciate you guys. Y'all give them a round of applause. Get me unstuck. <laughs> Man, my pearl white Lexus was dirty after that. It's nasty. A, fo- a warrior friend, again, is true to their word. They're always going to follow through with what they say. Um, y- you want that. Again, you want that reliable friend. The, the best way to describe it, y- y'all know when you go get gas, and, and you're pumping gas, and-, and-, and you turn it on, and you're going to go inside and get something to drink and you hear it click. Nothing makes me more mad than that. You know, I got $2 of gas sitting there. You know, so I go back, I click it again, try to get it going. I start to walk off and I hear it click again, right? You don't want a gas pump friend. You want a friend that's going to be reliable. Always make sure you have those that you can count on that will follow through with their job as being your warrior friend. Amen. The next one is. A warrior friend, the next characteristic is they should be forgiving. I want to look at Colossians 3.13. Make allowance for each other's faults and forgive anyone who offends you. Remember, the Lord forgave you, so you must forgive others. Warrior friend never holds grudges, guys. No matter the situation, they're going to forgive you for it. But I need you to catch something. The Bible again tells us that we should always forgive everyone, right? I mean, you must forgive others. You must forgive everyone. That is biblical, but that doesn't mean you have to trust them. I need y'all to catch this, okay? Because sometimes you'll think that you've got this warrior friend and you continue to forgive them, you continue to forgive them, and they keep, they have this pattern that continues on and you're having to continue to forgive them. What I need you to catch here is always forgive but be careful about who you trust, okay? I mean, you, you think about it. If somebody breaks in your home, you know, you got to forgive them, but, but you're not going to give them the keys to your house, right? Be careful about who you trust, Christian warriors. That's very important, very important. This brings me to the next characteristic, which is the third characteristic of what a Christian warrior friend ought to have and that is that person should be trustworthy I want to look at Proverbs uh, eleven thirteen. a gossip goes around telling secrets but those who are trustworthy can keep a confidence that verse alone to me is very strong a warrior friend is someone you can trust at anything anything that you give them guys anything that you go to them with and you talk to them about you can trust them with that. It's hard to find those types of friends, by the way. Very hard to find those friends. Gossiping is something that, listen, I ain't going to lie, and, and anybody in here that says they, don't, they ain't ever gossip, you a liar. I'll tell you that right now. Because, listen, that's, that's what we like to do, right? Like, we like the drama. We like that stuff. It's fun, you know. You, you get really dug deep, and you start digging yourself in a hole, though. I mean, the thing is, though, it, it, it's infectious is what it is, you know. A warrior friend won't do that. A warrior friend is a lot more sensitive about your privacy. Very sensitive about your privacy. You should always be able to trust a warrior friend not only with your privacy or something that you go to them with, but also your possessions. A warrior friend is the type of person that if something happened to you, you know they're going to go take care of your family. That's a warrior friend. That's somebody that will step up. You know, I've lost some, some good friends. Um, <laughs> crud, just in the last year. And I'm doing my best to make dang sure I take care of that family. Because that's my friend. And the thing that I need y'all to grasp is if you're a warrior friend, it's, it's really not a friendship, it's family. It's family. It's what it's all about. Thank you. Love y'all. That's the type of warrior friend that you need. The fourth characteristic that a warrior friend should be is unselfish. We're going to look at Philippians 2.3. Do nothing from selfish ambition or conceit but in humility count on others more significant than yourselves. Love this verse. I'm going to read that again. Do nothing from selfish ambition or conceit, but in humility count others more significant than yourself. Easier said than done. A warrior friend is not self-seeking. Your friendship should never be based on what they're getting out of the relationship. I need you all to really pay attention to this one. If they only want to friend you to gain something, you need to unfriend that person. Some people have an agenda. And with this agenda, they decide to make friends just to get people in their corner. I need you all to understand that's not a friend, that's a politician. It's exactly what that is. <laughs> I right. tell you right now, and, and I mean this in the nicest way. I, I don't. There ain't many politicians I I want to be friends with. Hello. Just being honest. Hello. Cheryl Collum, I love you. You. But see, I don't even look at her as politician. See, that's the thing: when they're good people, you don't even think about them as that, the word politician. It's sad, but our, it's been destroyed. It's been destroyed. That's what that's what's happened. A warrior friend should never try to persuade you in a direction on a decision. Instead, they should tell you to go pray about it, and let God lead you to their own decision. Guys, I see this all the time. Mm. Especially, especially. Okay, I've been in ministry for 10 years. I've seen it a lot in ministry. You know, that pastor made me mad. I'm gonna go tell all my friends and family that go to that church all about it. That's not a warrior friend. That's a politician. I'm being serious. I have seen churches fall apart because of pride from one individual that started a spark and became a fire. Never, never. If, if, and guys, I really need you to grasp this. If you ever leave a church, if you ever leave this church, that is your decision you take that decision and you take it with you. You never sit down and talk negative. It, not even, it's not even just the church. I'm just bringing up the church because I've seen it so much in the last 10 years. It's really sad. But any situation, if you unfriend somebody else that your friend over here is a friend with, you don't go over and start bad-mouthing this person. You just tell them. We, we've got a, a di- we, we're different. We, we've had some differences, and we're just going to split ways. It's no big deal. I still love them. I'm just not going to associate with them plain and simple that's it that's the end of it and what you need to understand is is God if there is a problem if there is a problem God will reveal that problem to the other person okay so so don't try to just jump out there and persuade somebody to go your direction what you need to do again is you keep that private and then if there is an issue God will reveal it to the others no sin gun is unexposed okay just remember that don't persuade a warrior friend is not jealous when you have victories, even if the victory is against that person. That, that is a selfish, you can't even call it a friend, that's just a selfish person that is not excited about your victories. Man, that should be something, it's only Pride only pride. It's it's King Saul and David. That's what it is. You know, David was dominating, doing all these great things, and King Saul was jealous of him. And, of course, y'all know what happened after that. I mean, guys, jealousy can destroy not only friendships. It can destroy families. It can destroy a country. It can destroy a church. I've said this before. If you're jealous you're not happy with what God's already given you. That's a problem. You should always be excited about what God has already blessed you with. Number five characteristic that a Christian warrior friend should be is encouraging. I want to look at 1 Thessalonians 5.11. Encourage one another and build one another up. I think that's simple enough. This one's huge. The warrior friend should always be ready to lift you up when you're down. When a warrior friend knows, excuse me, when a warrior friend knows you're going through a tough time, you shouldn't. Most of, you're not going to reach out to them. They're going to reach out to you. That's one way you can tell who you, who a warrior friend is in that situation. Most of the time, again, you're not going to reach out to them. They sense it. They see it. They know something's going on, and they're going to come to you, and they're going to love on you. Now, in saying that, notice that I said when they do know. Don't assume that they do always know, okay? Most of the time what happens is if you're around them a lot, they're going to sense an issue. But let's say you're not around them a lot, and some other people know about a situation that you're going through, and you're like, well, my, my friend over here, they ain't even reached out to me. It's been a week. Don't assume they know. Don't assume they know. In situations like that, if you consider that person a warrior friend, you need to be a warrior friend. You need to reach out to them. Let them know you're struggling, and let them encourage you. Let them encourage you. So many times we take stuff that we're going through and we hold it in. Instead of allowing us to bring that out and let God bring somebody into our lives that can fight the issue with you. Don't be so prideful that you don't share your problems and your defeats with your friends. One of the gifts of the body is encouragement. It's exhortation. And that's something, guys, that is huge in this church. I tell you, that's what I love about this church. I can't tell you how many times something goes on and somebody's like, "We've got this group me thing," and 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 I always put it on silent because it's just ding, 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 ding. But I love that because that's what it is. Is somebody will reach out and they're like, "Man, I'm struggling. I've got this going on," and then it's like, "I'm praying for you. I'm praying for you. I'm praying for you. I love you. I love you. I love you. Where are you at? I'll come get you." I I just, I love it. That's that's where your friends, guys. That's who you surround yourself with. Encouragement is huge. Without that they're not even close to the title of warrior friend. Not even close. A warrior friend will also encourage you by pushing you. They encourage you to reach the potential that God has for you. A warrior friend's not going to sit back and let you be half of what God wants you to be. You know, some of y'all get mad at me because I push you. Well, there's a reason why I'm pushing you. I'm your friend. I don't want to see anybody in here not reach the potential that God has put in their lives. Neither should you. There's nothing wrong with calling out somebody, one of your friends, that you know is not reaching their potential because they're being lazy or they're scared. Which brings me to the sixth characteristic that a warrior friend should have, and that person should be truthful. You could pull that up for me, Ephesians 4:25. Having put away all, excuse me, having put away falsehood, let each one of you speak with truth with his neighbor, for we are members of one another. Okay, this verse tells you that uh, we're all God's children. Therefore, we are all brothers and sisters in Christ. So we should always want the best for each other, and the only way to do that, a lot of times is to be painfully truthful. Amen. Hurts, right? Sometimes it hurts, man. Like, I don't want to hurt my brother. I don't want, I don't want to do that. I don't, want, I don't want to hurt my sister. I don't want to go tell them, you know. You know. Now, now, men, this doesn't mean when your wife looks at you and she says, does this dress make me look fat? <laughs> We're talking about warrior friends. We talked about the marriage thing last time. Okay, you just, that, that answer is always you are stunning. Okay, always you are stunning. It, always, y'all are sitting there, hmm, I'm sorry, man, I, got, I done messed up some guys' lives this week, right there, just, just from that comment. I'm sorry, gentlemen, I apologize. If you see one of your brothers and sisters doing wrong, it is a warrior's friend's job, again, to point that out. Uh, if you don't point the truth out to them, guys, you are crippling them. And in turn, you're crippling God's kingdom. Because that person's got potential. God's given it to them. And that person, if they don't know what they're doing is wrong, and you're not telling it to them, and nobody else does, they're not reaching the potential that God has for them to build the kingdom the way that he wants it done. Never sugarcoat things, guys. (laughs) Okay, I'm going to say this. (laughs) Hang on, hang on. Hang on. Never sugarcoat things, but make sure you deliver it properly. Okay, so, so I didn't even put this in my notes. You starting to laugh, you got me all started on this. So, 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 y'all need to understand, okay, there's a way to point out the correction and be truthful to your friend, okay, in private, okay. Do not call them out in front of everybody, that's the worst thing you can do. How many people in this room, I, I don't know if you're like me, when I get embarrassed, I get mad. Like, I get, like, fighting mad, like, if you embarrass me. Like, I'm mad. You know what I'm saying? Does anybody else feel that way? Am I the only one? Am I the only sinful Christian? Somebody raise their hands. Thank you. Okay. So, so, so the thing is, I'm going to bring up my, my brother Bojo, and I love my boy Bojo. Because let me tell you what. No, no, it's a good, it's a good thing. So, so let me tell you what. Bojo don't sugarcoat nothing, okay? Never in his life. I don't think this dude's ever even eaten sugar, okay? Like, seriously. So, But, but Bojo is excellent at this. He's excellent at this. If he sees me struggling, if I do something wrong, if he sees me going in the wrong direction, he will literally grab me, pull me aside, and it's me and him, and he'll tell me, Mikey, you got to get back on track. When, when we first started this church, <laughs> my brother, his whole job, when he came to this church, I told him, I need you to keep me humble. I don't mind, everybody in this room, I think, has learned this by now. I used to be a very prideful person. Just <laughs> trying to be serious, man. <laughs> so when Bojo comes and, and God calls him to help me plant this church, I knew immediately that was my warrior friend that was going to keep me in check. Amen. Immediately I knew that because I knew he didn't sugarcoat anything very truthful and he's my brother and he loves me so since that time when I get off track and my pride starts to swell up and I need to be humbled thank you I love you my brother that's what you have to have guys and here's the thing I got a lot of them in this room that's the great thing it's just he's been with me the longest you know he's put me in check the most you know (laughs) The other ones is like maybe once. You know, Bojo is like 20, 30 times, you know. (laughs) (laughs) That's amen, right? Yeah. But, guys, you do. You have to have that. You've got to have somebody that will hold you accountable but does it in a loving way. You know, and that's the thing. I I, I can tell you this. Me and him have had some heated decisions and conversations before. The great thing about it is, is we hug each other's neck when it's all over with, and we tell each other we love each other, and we pray. That's how it should be. That's how it should be. If you don't have a friend like that, guys, you're missing out big time. you got to have them, and I promise you, they're right here in this room. I have no doubt about that. The last characteristic that a Christian warrior friend should be is loving. Bojo's real loving, too, by the way. He's a loving guy. John 15, 13. There is no greater love than to lay down one's life for one's friend are you willing to lay down your life for another it's a question I got for y'all today that's hard right because if you're laying down your life for another you're leaving your family behind but what is this what does he say guys this is in red this is in red if it's your brother or sister I need you to understand something you're not leaving your family behind that's my family that's what Jesus is saying When he says friend, I mean, I'm telling you right now, there's no greater love to lay down than one's life for one's family. I mean, that's what Jesus is saying. It's your brother, it's your sister in Christ. Yesterday, I was very humbled. Um, We had a security meeting. Dang, man, I can't quit crying today. We had a security meeting, and um, probably 90% of the people on security were there. Mr. Randy cooked pancakes. They were amazing. They were really good. I ate like nine of them. But uh, in that room, to see all these people that I have no doubt, uh, and and a lot of y'all don't know how the security works at the church and so forth, and I don't like this part of it, but it's just the truth of it. I'm like the number one priority. I don't like that. But I get it, and I follow that direction and to know that those men would literally lay down their life for their pastor, their family. That is humbling. That is so humbling. I want y'all to feel that. You need a friend like that. It's a it's it, it's a great feeling to know that you literally have somebody in your corner that will do whatever it takes to protect you physically. That's huge. It's an amazing feeling. And and feeling that yesterday again, I need you, I want y'all to feel that same thing. A warrior friend loves you, but not just by protecting you physically, they also protect you socially. Protecting you socially means protecting your reputation. In other words, they got your back. How many times. As somebody come up to you said, you know, you're friends with this person. I heard this about him. What's your response? Let you me to tell you what my response is. Ain't none of your business. It ain't none of your business. I know for a fact that there's a lot of people in this church. Let me start over in the last year this church has been attacked a lot and what's sad is is this church has even been attacked from individuals in ministry individuals from other churches and i know for a fact that these attacks have happened and some of y'all sitting in this room were a part of this, and you don't even know that I know. But the reason, here's the thing what I'm getting at it, y'all didn't do it. you backed me up, and I know you did, and I love you for it, and thank y'all very much. Because, guys, if they're a warrior friend, they're not going to let somebody mess up your reputation. They're going to back you up 100%, even if you did wrong. Even if you did wrong. They're still going to tell them that ain't none of your business. That ain't your problem. You need to worry about your family, your job, and your situation. And they'll still back you. Now, they may come to you and be truthful, but they're still going to back you. My closest friends, there's nothing they could do to lose me. Nothing. Because I know their heart right now. I know their heart. And I'll back them. Whatever they go through, the mistakes that they make, I'll back them. That's a warrior friend. That's how you have to be. And I'm going to tell you something. It's one of the hardest things to do, but I need you to grab this. It's one of the most courageous things you can do for another brother or sister in Christ. Back your buddies up, guys. Back them up. Stomp out the rumors. I love it. A warrior friend will also protect you spiritually. They pray for you. They pray for your family. Man, that's a good feeling to know that people are backing you up, not only socially and physically, but spiritually. They love you that much that they're praying for you. My question to you today is when you go and you pray every single day, whenever your prayer time is, whatever it is, are you only praying about you and your situation? Are you praying about one of your brothers and sisters? My prayer every morning when I get through actually when I get through praying, this is what this is just my routine. I get through praying, I go get ready for the day, and then I actually go downstairs and I spend some time by myself and while I'm down there I'm praying and I'm praying, God, who do I need to reach out to today? Who do I need to pray for today? What brother or sister is struggling and I don't know about it, Father, but who do I need to be praying for? Put them on my heart. Who else in this room? Never mind, don't no show of hands, because I know there's a ton of you that do it, because I get text messages all the time. Thank y'all for doing that. Don't be a selfish prayer. Let me re- I'm gonna reword that. That sounded really Cass County. <laughs> don't be a selfish prayer warrior. How's that sound? That better? <laughs> Guys, Satan is constantly at work. Constantly, Just because he ain't attacking you, you don't think he's not attacking your friends? Come on, man. He's always attacking. See, that's what happens. See, he's not attacking us. Everything's going good in our life, and we're like, man, I'm, I'm on easy street. No, you're not. Not if you've got a brother and sister in Christ it's hurting. Guys, you step into that prayer room like a warrior. You know, you say it's cliche all you want to. I don't care. I love it. It's a warrior. That's what you step in as. You go in there serious. God, who's struggling today? Put them on my heart. Let me know who I need to go lift up today and encourage. Tell me the situation that's going on so I can go attack Satan for them because they're down right now. My friend is down. We talked about this last week. My friend is down. They're struggling, and I need to get them back to you. So, Father, put them on my heart. You don't think the Holy Spirit will not tell you if one of your friends is down and beat up? I promise you, you will. All you got to do is ask. All you got to do is ask, I challenge y'all to do that tomorrow or today. I don't care when, in your prayer time. I challenge you to sit down, and before you start praying about your dang self, what I want you to do is, God, who's hurting today? And I promise you he'll start putting people on your mind like this. Just like this. Reach out to them. It's as simple as a text message, guys. Be lazy and send them a text message. It's okay. Do that. That's one of the great things about technology today. We can reach people like this, right? So it's simple. You sit down, I've got a mentor of mine that does this every day at lunch. Every day at lunch, he sits down, he's got his lunch laid out, and before he eats, his prayer is, Father, while I'm eating, you start putting people on my heart that I need to pray for. And he's got a sheet of paper that sits next to him while he's eating lunch, and he'll take a bite, and he'll write a name down. And he'll take a bite, and he'll write a name down. And by the time he's through eating, he's got 5 to 20 people on there, and he texts all of them before he does any more work for the day that's a warrior friend. Let's be that way. Can you imagine if every individual in this church did that? If every individual in this church did that, we would be attacking Satan constantly. He wouldn't have a chance because we're killing him with prayer. Be a warrior friend, guys. Ask him. He'll tell you. We got baptism, so I got to hurry. So the seven characteristics of a warrior friend, if you pull that up for me, Nick, real quick, just to review, is reliable, forgiving, trustworthy, unselfish, encouraging, truthful, and most important, they love you. And they love you physically. They love you emotionally. They love you socially. And they love you spiritually. They love you. And they'll protect you just like you would protect your own family. Amen? Amen. I've got a demonstration I want to do. Can you grab that for me, brother? Yeah, grab that chair for me. I'm going to end with this. Oh. Last week I discussed, right there, just fine. Thank you, brother. Y'all give my brother a round of applause. He's pretty, too. You know, he's pretty. <laughs> so last, <laughs> last week, I discussed, or actually it wasn't last week, it was a few weeks ago, I brought up, and some of y'all may remember, but I talked about your inner circle of friends and your outer circle of friends. There's two sets, okay? They're all your friends, but what you need to understand is you, 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 there, there's some that you keep in that inner circle, and there's some that never need to be in that inner circle, okay? And that's okay, there's nothing wrong with that, because guess what? The ones that are not in your inner circle, they might be in somebody else's inner circle, and that's okay. But you got to figure out who you put in that inner circle. And one more thing you got to understand, guys, don't put too many in there. It gets really crowded. It's a small circle, okay? You, you don't put 20 people in there, okay? If you got 20 people in there, you, you all jacked up. You need to start cutting some people out because there's something wrong. Your discernment is not good at all, okay? I'm just going to be honest with you. So you need to narrow it down. So what we're going to do is these, these little... Pieces of paper towel, by the way. Can everybody see these? No? Well, stand up. I'm just kidding. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) They're small pieces of paper towel, okay? Okay. Those paper towels, paper towels, (laughs) those pieces of paper towel, represent all of your friends. The outer circle, inner circle, all of them, right? Right? this balloon, this is you. You see, people will get attracted to you. A lot of friends, right? Some of them already falling off. Some sorry friends, man. (laughs) But how do you know who you keep in your inner circle and who you keep out? Well, let's say you lie about something. Let's say you uh, get arrested. Let's say you uh, didn't go to church Sunday. The ones that stay on there, that's your inner circle. That's who you keep there, guys. The ones that fall off every time you make some little mistake, they're on your outer circle. The ones that stick with you, and you'll be surprised sometimes it'll be somebody you never expected to be on your inner circle you never expected them there but they got your back they're in your corner that's who you want guys that's a warrior friend stick with those people amen amen, amen. amen. one last thing I want to bring up and then I'll get the worship team up here Our youth, our teenagers, this is a tough world for them, guys. They need warrior friends in a bad way. Our youth here at this church is growing stronger and stronger every single week. And it has been amazing to watch. Their discernment, they're learning about spiritual gifts. They're learning about, and this is what I love about our youth pastors. In fact, our youth pastors, y'all stand up right now, please. Yeah, I make y'all mad. Stand up. Stand up. Y'all give them a round of applause. That's Tristan and Bryce. And then we've got Kyle and Taylor as well. We have two couples that help out. And guys, they're teaching, they're 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 preaching and teaching on the hard stuff, man. They're talking about suicide. They're talking about things that other churches don't even want to bring up around their kids. But I'm going to tell you right now, it's just like the sermon I preached about a month ago where I talked about how the suicide rate for 10- to 14-year-olds in the last 10 years has gone up 190%. Our kids need to be talked to about it, and we've got youth pastors that are doing an amazing job with that. They have the courage to do that. (laughs) So I say all this to say this. We've got a lot of young kids in this room. We've got a lot of teenagers that come to this church. But they're not going to youth. My question is this. How many warrior friends do they have? If they don't have any, get their butt in youth. Amen?